0: Friends, welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day.
1: Firefighter recalls fathers breaking windows to get to kids in chaos of Robb Elementary tragedy. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Accounts from the school shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas on May 24, 2022 paint a picture of unimaginable terror and chaos. The senseless violence took 21 lives, two teachers and 19 precious children. And in the aftermath of this horrific event, we all need to come together in prayer. Warning this story discusses a topic that may be considered too disturbing for some audiences. May 24th, 2022 started like any normal day in the quiet town of Uvalde, Texas, but all of that changed when a deeply disturbed young man walked into Robb Elementary School wearing body armor and firing an AR-15 style semi-automatic rifle. The 18-year-old gunman marched into a classroom, locked the door, and opened fire on the students and teachers. Word traveled fast and pandemonium quickly broke out as the sound of gunshots filled the air. Frightened students and teachers poured out of the building. Terrified parents fought their way inside trying to find and save their children. Fathers smashed windows and physically pulled their kids out of classrooms recalled a New Valde firefighter, Ernest Chip King, who was one of the first responders at the site. There was a lot of chaos, but the strife in the hallways paled in comparison to the horror in the classroom. Fourth grader, Emery Joe Garza was one of the students trapped in the classroom with the gunman. And her family says the 10 year old girl was one of the first to be shot because she bravely tried using her cell phone to call for help. She was a hero trying to call 911 to save her and her friends," a Mary's grief-stricken grandmother explained. The death toll included two teachers and 19 children, making it the deadliest school shooting in the U.S. since the one taking place at Sandy Hook Elementary in Newton, Connecticut in December 2012. But beyond just those who died, the shooting rampage forever altered the course of so many more lives. The ripple effect of this violence reaches far and wide. And all are victims of one person's evil actions. Irma Garcia was one of the teachers killed at Robb Elementary in Uvalde. She and her fellow teacher, Eva Morales died heroically trying to save their students. They were nice teachers, said one of the few classroom survivors. They went in front of my classmates to help, to save them. Just days after Irma Garcia died in the shooting, her husband, Joe Garcia, suffered a fatal heart attack, leaving the couple's four children without parents. I truly believe Joe died of a broken heart and losing the love of his life of more than 25 years was too much to bear, said Irma Garcia's cousin, Deborah Austin. 11-year-old Ivaldi survivor Mira Serrio is one of the children to make it out of the classroom alive. But she only escaped death by doing what seems unimaginable for a fourth grader. She watched in horror as the gunman murdered her teachers and friends. Next to her, her friend's body was covered in blood. So, Mia smeared blood all over herself and played dead. It may have saved her life, but she will spend the rest of her days working to overcome the trauma of the massacre she witnessed. At this point, we just have to pray and ask God to help us move forward through this situation. I know it's traumatizing, and having an 11-year-old go through this, I can't imagine what she's feeling, said Blanca Rivera, Maya's aunt. Making sense of a tragedy like the one at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, is impossible. And there are varying opinions on what needs to be done to keep tragedies like these from happening again. As Christians, there is one thing we all need to do in the aftermath, pray. The earnest prayer of the righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. James five sixteen. It's the call many faith leaders have put out to their flock. Franklin Graham, the president of the Christian organization Samaritan's Purse said, such a heartbreaking tragedy. 14 students and a teacher were killed in a mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas today. Many were also injured by the 18-year-old shooter who is also now deceased and allegedly also shot his own grandmother before entering the school. Join me in praying for these devastated families and their community. May God help, comfort, and sustain them as only He can. After issuing his statement, Moore succumbed to injuries from the shooting, taking the count to 21 deaths. Franklin Graham also shared a powerful interview from a Texas pastor close to one of the families who lost a child in the Robb Elementary Uvalde massacre. Other religious leaders joined Franklin Graham in putting out calls to pray for the victims and families impacted. Real news stories like these can make it hard to see the good. They stir up so many emotions, shock, grief, outrage. And if we're not careful, those can give way to despair. The days and years to come will be difficult for the families and community of Uvalde, Texas. It's why our prayers for them are so important. Living in a broken world means sin and evil will always be present. But Jesus' sacrifice at the cross ensured that, even on days like the one at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, darkness will not win. Christ secured victory over all sin and death and our faith reminds us that our hope remains in Him. Evil does not have the final say. Light will always overcome the darkness. For you are my hope, O Lord God. I have had faith in you from the time when I was young. You have been my support from the day of my birth. You took me out of my mother's body. My praise will be ever of you. Psalm 71, five through six. Eleven-year-old Uvalde survivor bravely shares her story of playing dead to escape classroom, written by Mel Johnson, read by Alyssa Forsberg. Eleven-year-old Uvalde survivor Maya Cerillo is one of the few to make it out alive from the classroom at Robb Elementary School in Texas, where a horrible massacre occurred. But after witnessing something so heinous, the traumatized girl certainly needs our prayers. Yet. Even after all she's been through, Maya Cerrillo is bravely choosing to share her story in the hopes it will help save lives in the future. Warning, this story discusses a topic that may be considered too disturbing for some audiences. Maya almost wasn't at school on May 24, 2022, when a deeply disturbed young man walked into Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, wearing body armor and firing an AR 15 style semi automatic rifle. She'd been at the doctor that morning for an earache, and her mother gave her the option of staying home. The sweet girl, however, declined. She wanted to go to school to see all of her friends before the school year ended. Sadly, many of those friends wouldn't live to see summer break. Abigail Villaz, the mother of Maya Serio, dropped her daughter off at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, shortly before the unthinkable occurred. It's a decision she'll likely always regret because just one hour later, an 18-year-old gunman stormed the classroom where Maya and her classmates were watching a movie. Maya says it all happened so fast, just as the teachers in the shared classroom were receiving word of an active shooter in the building. It was already too late. The armed intruder arrived just then before the teacher could finish closing the door. He forced his way inside and barricaded the classroom. The 11 year old Uvalde survivor recalls the shooter saying, Good night, just before killing the teacher who'd been trying to secure the classroom. He then opened fire on the students and the other teacher. Maya watched in horror as bullets hit her friends. Miraculously, she wasn't directly shot herself, but bullet fragments struck her in the head and shoulders. As the shooter moved into the adjoining room, Maya feared he'd come back to kill her, too, and so she did what she had to in order to survive. Maya Sarillo saw blood all around her, the blood of her friends and classmates. She reached her hand into the pool of blood coming from the dead body next to her, Maya's own friend, and smeared it all over herself. She pretended to be dead so the shooter would think he'd already killed her. She put her hand in her friend's blood and then smeared it all over her body. She wanted to look like she was dead, said the reporter to whom Maya told her story. Maya and a classmate also managed to get a cell phone belonging to one of their dead teachers. They used it to call for help and just kept telling the dispatcher, please come, we're in trouble. Sadly though, the shooter held the room captive for roughly an hour. Of course, to Maya, it felt excruciatingly longer as she lay covered in her friend's blood, waiting for rescue. It's heartbreaking to think a fourth grader was forced to make this kind of decision, but her quick thinking saved her life. The 11-year-old Uvalde survivor played dead and lived to eventually escape and tell the tale because of it. Maya Cerillo and only a few others survived the shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. However, the two students in the classroom, Eva Moreles and Irma Garcia, along with 19 of their students, lost their lives on May 24th, 2022. It was the deadliest school shooting in the U.S. since the one at Sandy Hook Elementary in December 2012, and it's not the first time Maya Serio has evaded death. Maya's mother says she was a miracle baby. Born with a tumor in her abdomen, doctors didn't expect the tiny girl to live long, but she surprised them all surviving until age three when doctors removed the tumor during extensive surgery. It's impossible for us to make sense of why this horrendous tragedy occurred and why some lived and some died. It's made worse by outside circumstances that Cholestin seemed to only aid the shooter in his quest for bloodshed. Evil won the battle that day, but we must have faith in the knowledge that Jesus has already won the war. God has a reason for Maya surviving this horrible incident, just as he did when she survived as a baby. Maya Sarillo may have escaped with her life, but the horror from the classroom followed her home. Physically, she is okay. But what she witnessed continues to play inside her mind, continuing to traumatize the 11-year-old Uvalde survivor. She endured worse than most of us can even fathom, and yet... She still has the courage to share her story in the hopes it will help prevent a tragedy like this from happening again. These types of true stories hit so hard because they are a painful reminder of the evil that exists in this imperfect world. The battle is just as spiritual as it is physical. And that's why prayer is such an important response to atrocities like the Uvalde school shooting. The grief is heavy and it will be a long, hard road for the families of Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas. But darkness will not win. Love is already fighting back against the evil and the support pouring in from the community. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness hasn't overcome it. John 1-5